waiting for you. Just waiting. Just waiting. Feel free, feel free to drop a Madonna <laughs> pun whenever you'd like. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. So, um, in fact, our audience expects it. You know, okay. if, if you can't be a Madonna podcast if you're not dropping a Madonna pun. You need right? a pun once in a while, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yay. It, You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise Veronica Giacconi. I am your unofficial celebration tour correspondent, Stefan. Today on the show, we have Zach, who is the creator of A Functioning Gay on Instagram. He's also the host of Pop Theory, the podcast, and he was the lucky person to be in attendance at last night's celebration tour in Detroit. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, what a show it was. Let's dive right in. I, I want to get please. So you hadn't seen the show, the tour in person before last night, correct? Correct. Correct. This is my first and probably my only in-person show. Gotcha. Um, I tried really hard. I had been debating on whether or not I wanted to like spoil it myself with any spoilers sure. when the tour started. And, you know, I think just with, you know, the last three years of, you know, pandemic type of life, I've been like, I was like, I'm diving right in. So I was like up late <laughs> yeah. at night. I forget where it started, but I was like, I was like, I knew the entire set list. I knew everything. Yeah. But still like seeing it online through people's, you know, live streams and, and recordings. It's not the same. It is not the same. I, right. That's, that's what I've been telling everybody. Cause Liberty, one of my co-hosts, she's like, Oh, I feel like I don't even want to see it because I know everything about it already. I'm like, it's a different beast when you see it in person. I don't know. I don't know why or how it's possible, but literally you can see it the entire show online. Right. And yet when you're there, it's like you've not seen the show. I don't know why. I Right. No, exactly. I mean, especially with this particular staging, I was so impressed with the stage is so unique. I mean, it's mm-hmm. truly uh, in the arena, like it utilized almost every inch that it possibly could. Yeah. There were, there were moments where, where my friend and I were sitting, we had a perfect view of the stage. In fact, I was thinking to myself earlier today, I was like, I feel like we had probably better seats than some people probably on the floor because uh, we could see yeah. all these different elements to the stage mm-hmm. and the screens to the, you the, the main stage where, you know, it kind of comes up um, in tears to the stage where she it lifts up for bedtime stories with the video screens. On the, I mean, it was truly just an incredible, I, I was blown away, yeah, blown yeah. away. Yeah. Um, so th- talk about Detroit, uh, the, the crowd, was it pumped? Were people excited? Like even before the show began? Yeah. So I have to say, so I was really fortunate enough to, I, this is actually a really exciting part of the night where I, are you familiar with Heather Metazaro? Yes. Oh yeah. We had her, uh, sorry. We didn't have Heather. We had Heather's wife on the show. Heather, Heather Thurman. Yes. Yes. So I had the pleasure of meeting both of them at the concert last I night. Saw, I saw that you met them. I, <laughs> I messaged, I messaged Heather Thurman. I was like, Oh, we're having Zach on the show tonight. Yeah. Such sweet, people. It was an absolute blast getting to know them and meeting and Heather uh, Thurman. Wow. What an encyclopedia of Madonna knowledge. Like, I don't think I've met anyone else that loves Madonna as much as me. And I think, (laughs) I think that she has me beat. Like it was truly remarkable. Um, 
But yeah, so the, the, we were excited. I have to say the section that we were in felt kind of, I mean, it was definitely filled with a lot of diehard Madonna fans, but also a lot of casual fans. I think sure. a lot of people who weren't really, who probably haven't followed Madonna for a few years. Michigan is an, a, is an interesting beast. And I have to say, I made the joke last night. I was like, oh, Michigan came out tonight. Michigan definitely came out tonight. Like rural Michigan is here. Um, but so our section was definitely mixed for sure. There were some people right in front of us who were having a, I mean, everyone was having a blast. Um, but I, I was saying to my friend, Andrew, I was like, I kind of wish that we were seeing her in New York just because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the New York scene is just so different, but it's, well, uh, I mean, I saw it in, I saw her when she was at Barclays one of the nights and yeah. it was like, I noticed a stark contrast from, when I saw her in Paris to bark like Paris, not that they were subdued, but it just seemed like maybe it was just that Brooklyn was so much crazier, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people just, can you swear on this podcast? Of course. Oh my God. Okay. So people gave no fucks, you know, in New York, <laughs> yeah. whereas in Detroit. I, I, well, look, actually Zach, I, I, I'm sure, I think we can curse. I don't know if that like, angers youtube you know like oh sure hopefully youtube isn't going to be like strikes against that channel (laughs) right exactly i mean we curse all the time so it's a madonna it's madonna podcast i feel like if if you're not throwing a couple fucks around then you know seriously we're we're doing we're doing her a disservice truly this is i basically i just want to recreate her david letterman interview right now (laughs) (laughs) see if we can just get kicked off air um (laughs) but no i i mean the show what i I still am still processing it to be completely honest. It was such a treat. Like I seeing, I mean, this being kind of her first greatest hits tour, I kind of feel like the reinvention tour was marketed as a, as a greatest hits tour, but that was also supporting American life. This is truly her first tour without new material. And the thing that we noticed about the, this versus reinvention is in reinvention, although she did stack that show with a bunch of hits. Yeah. Those were reinventions of those original songs. Right. Whereas for the most part, all of the songs that she's doing in this tour Mm -hmm. are straight, almost like verbatim to what the original version was. Yeah. They're not like revamped in like, strange ways you know mm-hmm. it's they're pretty faithful versions of yeah. the songs so yeah yeah i see and that's what the yes there were a, a lot of the songs very faithful to the originals but i also love that there were a lot of songs that did you know get remixed or reinvented or had ele- like pulled elements from other i mean i think obviously everyone's been loving nothing really matters like totally the, being at the show opener being a fan favorite um, the mix that Stuart Price created that utilized elements, like utilized new elements, but also the album version, but then also the Peter Rauhofer remix, like absolutely. Insane. Oh, it sounds so good. It sounds it, so good. And it's so, so good. epic. The way that the synths start right after Bob is like coming down the stage and then she's coming up. Like it was, I, I start. I actually started crying. I don't really cry at shows <laughs> and I like had tears in That's my eyes. Sweet. It was, it was so just such a moment for me and I was so excited. Um, but then also I had completely forgotten that she performed justify my love. Mm-hmm. So, so that was a surprise for me last uh. night. Well, I mean, talk about a fantastic mix. Like fantastic mix. The so choreography good. was so good too. It's like 
when I saw I, when I saw it in uh, in DC, I was in the pit. That was the first time I was that close to it, and I was just met, I mean, I was trying to record it for the yeah. for, from for the podcast, and I was just like, lock your arms, just watch it. Don't like <laughs> don't like don't videotape it because uh, I just wanted to see it up close in person. I just mm-hmm. love the writhing bodies and yeah it's so it good. was beautiful and the the, the costuming because everyone would have like their flesh-toned uh you know under or like garments on very similar to what you're wearing tonight very similar hey you know just a little a little nod and a wink but um yeah i was just it, it she I, I, I don't want to, you know, I've been getting really frustrated with the way people have been commenting on her appearance lately, but I have to say she looked amazing. And I say that meaning she looks healthy. She mm. looked strong. Her legs were legging last night. I noticed that the knee brace wasn't on as much. Yeah. And she, she was moving around that state. People knock her for her age all the time. We forget that she's 65 now, right? She will be mm-hmm. 66 this year. Mm-hmm. I, she's running around that stage for two and a half hours. Yeah. Killing it. Like yeah. singing, dancing, and I mean, being dragged across the straight stage in a chair. She's <laughs> being carried. She's doing all the things, doing the absolute most. And she's 65 years old. Right. Crushing it. I was well, just. So let me ask you a quick question. So you are not 65. Um, Correct. W- were, were you tired today after seeing the show? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So I, I mean, the show started at 10 30. I know that there's been a lot of chatter about her quote unquote starting late. I don't know what the official start time start time is supposed to be on the ticket. I don't, my friend had the ticket, so I don't, I don't know, but I know that she's n- notorious for starting her shows at a later time. And so I had seen through chats and things like that, that the start time was probably going to be around 10 30. So I was like anticipating it sure enough, 10 30 and she started. So I was, right. I was not disappointed at all. Um, but that said, I, we, you know, the show start or ended right around 1am. Uh-huh. Didn't get home. I was staying at my sister's. I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I was visiting Detroit for the night for the show and stayed at my sister's who lives over that way. And so I got to her place at 2 a.m. I have not been up that late in a while. So, <laughs> so I don't know how she does it. I mean, truly a yeah. warrior. On right. stage. And imagine like there are nights she has to do back to back, you know, who are right. like, she's doing that and then does it again the next night. And I'm like, when, cause that, I did that in Paris. I saw one night I yep. was shattered the next day, absolutely shattered. I had to literally, I just laid in bed in the hotel for like half the day just yeah. so I could gear up the energy to yep. go see her again the next night. And, you know, right. I'm like, it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how she does it either. It well, must, I, good vitamins. I hope. I, I hope so. I mean, we know that she's, you know, notorious for fitness and whatnot. So, I mean, she's, she works really hard to, to stay in shape. Yeah. Um, I also, last night I wore a corset, so I couldn't sit down really. <laughs> and so I was standing for probably a solid four or five hours straight oh, last night. And that so, and, and also I was wearing heels. So I was like, no. my legs were exhausted. So yeah. But to answer your question, very tired today, mm. but completely worth it. I, I'm still, I'm just truly still in awe of the show. Like it was just it, the, all of what I was really impressed with, with the way that the set list was kind of created and all the little nods and winks to different remixes and songs, like the way that in this life plays right before live to yeah. tell. Yeah. 
that I was really emotional during that performance, by the way, mm-hmm. that seeing all of her friends who had died of AIDS, that was so powerful. And I had heard about it online, seen clips, but like seeing it in person. Yeah. Beautifully done. Mm-hmm. So beautifully done. And I love the storyline that she tells too. Yeah. It's great. It makes me wonder if this is like a precursor to the, to the film. I, I don't, do we know where that's landed? No, we theorize on this show a lot about the fact that, you know, even though Universal or Paramount, whichever it was that was supposed to supposed to do it, they have it in turnaround, which usually means that film's dead. You know, there's there's no resuscitating sure. it. Okay. I have a feeling she's doing the tour, and then after the tour, she'll do the biopic, and maybe she'll self-finance it. You know, who knows? But yeah, yeah I even if she didn't, and this was it, I I think her storytelling is beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And yeah, I was just blown away with, with how she had it all set up. And, and to have that task of displaying your 40-year career in a two-hour show, right? make all your fans happy. Because you, of course, you've got all of the casual fans that are there that want to see Vogue. They want to see, you know... Uh, holiday they want to see uh you know material girl which they didn't get <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um oops sorry oops, sorry <laughs> but then you have people like us who want to hear the deep cuts i mean we got mother and uh mother and father we got uh the fact that up down sweet like a little bit of that was played at the intro of Oak. and one thing that i did not hear and i was really again i love all of these and maybe this is just the former dj in me but like hearing other little sound pieces and whatnot hearing the uh David Morales remix of deeper and deeper in the back, slightly in the background of that. Mm-hmm. I, I heard the deep, 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 deep. Like that was so cool to me because I'm like, it's these tiny little details that are giving the fans, diehard fans like you and I the absolute most. Yeah. And I was living. It was right. Because was so obviously good. she can't do, you know, 50 songs, you know, right. But yeah, as much as we want her to you know i mean there was you know we'd be fine with like a half day show you know like (laughs) exactly you know she's but imagine how long that would go for like she wouldn't come on till 10 30 at night and we'd be like getting out at like it'd be like when you would go to a nightclub and that you'd be leaving the nightclub on sunday morning and it was daylight you know right you're passing people on their way to church and right well we've just come from church so (laughs) no literally (laughs) (laughs) seriously like yeah i was just blown away the fact that we even got a a little snippet of causing a commotion Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. was so cool and i was she doing that at the start of the tour no, that was, I think she did it once and then it didn't pop up. And I think now it's more frequent. Okay. Like I think now she's doing it and she's still singing Express Yourself, right? That's she's, she still did that. So she, so she uh, replaced, I will survive with Express Yourself. And we also got Frozen instead of Rain. Yes. That, those, what? okay. Those changes I knew that she had done. I wasn't sure. Uh, so t- talk to me a little bit about how she was. I saw the speech that she gave after Don't mm-hmm. Tell Me where she, uh, before Express Yourself, where she talked about her dad mm-hmm. and um, she got very emotional talking yeah, to, talking to very, the Detroit audience. Yeah, she was very emotional. And she said, I I want to say it was earlier in the show that she was said, you know, that her adrenaline level was like really high, like coming home was really, is, is always really stressful for her. And I believe it. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting because Michigan, a lot of people to me, 
love to be like, oh, she hates Michigan, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know if it's that she hates Michigan. It's just that she's such an artist. And I was like, as someone who's also very expressive and creative, I was like, most people in Michigan just don't get it. So Mm -hmm. I, I completely understand her desire for wanting to explore new avenues and get out of Michigan and, you know, figure out her way. So it's not that she hated Michigan necessarily. It's just that people here don't necessarily get it. And so, you know, coming back, I'm assuming that, you know, a lot of people would probably think, oh, she's eating her words or whatever, but it's like, well, yeah, like, you know, she knows that she left Michigan. She knows that she's made a huge name for herself. And now that she's older and, you know, gone through health scares and things like that. I mean, she has a lot. I don't think she has anything to prove, but I think that, you know, I think that people are always looking for her to fail at something. So, I would imagine just being any human being coming home and doing your homecoming show would be really, really hard, but she absolutely crushed it. Mm. Or I think also kind of be sort of exhilarating, you know, to be able to continually come back and be like, Hey, see, well, look, look what I did. Let me tell you what, I mean, mama was, uh, again, she looks healthy, strong, she sounds great. She looks great. She was dancing her ass off mm-hmm. and celebrating again, a 40 year career. I mean, she's the queen of pop. She's a global icon. Yeah. And, you know, seeing, I was like looking around the crowd and again, you're seeing truly a very diverse crowd too. I mean, you're seeing, I, I saw people who were probably her dad's age there and then all wow. people who are way younger than me. So, I mean, I was seeing everyone there, but like you look around and you're like, yeah, there's probably a lot of people here who are roughly around her age and, you know, aren't doing as well. We'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I was exhilarated for her. Like it was just, it was just truly magical to to watch what were your like top three moments from the show like did you have like Ooh. just these like standout moments where like maybe you thought you when walking into the show maybe you thought oh i'm gonna love this this and this but then there were other moments where you're just like oh my god this was amazing yeah i would say overall the show the audio it was so hearing it on social media does not, I mean, it's, it does not compare. Like yeah. you can't, you, it's not even comparable. The audio was so good. I mean, like it was like vibrating through my body. And so I just, throughout the entire show specifically, I remember like a prayer, mm-hmm. the remix that they did, uh, truly just really hitting. That was really incredible. And that was such a moment, the staging, the dance, the choreography, um, that was really special. That really sticks out in my head. Um, I loved the entire Vogue sequence The again, like I mentioned earlier, d- utilizing up down sweet and the remix of deeper and deeper what, what, and the break my soul remix. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was, that was just really, really cool. I wasn't sure who this, uh, surprise guest was. I think I, she's a drag queen. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure who it was either. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I was like looking and I didn't like, I kept trying to like hear, but I was just, I was also so stimulated. I was just like, so like everything that's going on. I was just like, ah, it's um, almost a little too much. Like it, there, it's times, such, yeah. it's such a sensory assault yeah. that you almost like, you can't take it all in all at the same time. It's just impossible to like, there's just regardless of where you're watching the show from, it's just like, there's just so much just coming at you, coming at you. Yeah. Another, I mean, another 
remarkable highlight. I mean, the one, two, three punch of bedtime story, Ray of Light and Frozen was mm-hmm. awesome. Like that was the way that they used. And that was another thing too, is that in, so in watching it online, I saw the bedtime story performance, heard that they used a little bit of the Junior Vasquez remix at the end to kind of transition into Ray of Light, the Sasha remix. But one thing at the beginning of Bedtime Story that I loved is that they were using little bits and pieces of the Orb- Orbital remix. And mm. it, it was so subtle, but I like heard like all the stuttery effects. And I was like, oh my God, like, I was just like, it's all these little things again. And I'm a big remix fan. So that's why I, I'm just like, like oozing in my in my seat right there. And then, <laughs> but then Frozen, when she did Frozen, when I heard that she had done it the other night, I was like, oh my God, I hope that we get Frozen because I wasn't sure if she's like alternating or what yeah, she's yeah, doing. Yeah. And um, Frozen's a song that made me a Madonna fan back in 1998. And so to see her perform it again, because the last time I saw her was in 2008 on the Sticky and Sweet Tour. Which oh, okay. So you you didn't get to do Madame X or Rebel Heart? No, or, okay. yeah. So, so, so there was a... You've missed a couple shows. I missed a couple shows, yeah. And so... Um, to see her do Frozen, I, I was lucky enough to see Reinvention. So that was the last time that I had seen her perform uh, Frozen live. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see her do it and, you know, utilizing both the Sick Kick remix and the album version was really, really cool. And I was just so happy that we got to see that because I was really hoping. I mean, I love Rain, too. So, I mean, I would have been happy with either. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm glad that... Uh... I mean, I'm glad that she switched it up because it's kind of fun that she's switching it up. Yeah. But I know that there was a lot of people who were like, oh, I can't wait to see Rain. And now she's not doing Rain anymore. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. It makes me wonder how, I mean, if there's any other changes that she's going to do. Um, there are so many things that she could do, so many songs she should, she could pull out that she hasn't done. I mean, I'm sure that Express Yourself would probably change again at some point to something else, whether that's Who's That Girl or, I mean, I don't know, that. You know, it's one song I've, I, I don't know if she'll ever perform it, but one song I'm every tour, I'm always like crossing my fingers. I want her to perform skin so bad. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a podcast favorite. Uh, everyone, everyone on this show has a, has a very specific desire for skin. Um, I was not, skin. I was not a fan of skin. That oh, was really? like, that was my one skip on ray of light. And the, uh, the I got such an audience feedback of how how could you not like skin? Yeah, I now I now have a soft spot for skin because I yeah. let's listen to it over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to see like what she would do if she was to swap out like another song. You know, like if right. she was if she was to take Express Yourself out, what would her acoustic number be? If she was to take Frozen out, what would she do? You know, like I'm just I'm curious to know. Yeah, but she would switch if she would switch something, you know. Right, and I've seen rumors online. I don't know if these have been. Um, I don't know if these have been confirmed or not. But allegedly, there was a section that contained music, candy shop, uh, back that up to the beat. Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm so upset. Candy shop didn't make it onto the set list because I was really hoping it was going to after yeah. like, not being on Madame X because it wouldn't have. There's, it would not have worked in Madame X because that was a very big statement piece. But right. you know, since we're doing greatest hits and she loves Candy Shop, I was kind of shocked she didn't put Candy Shop right on, on the set list. You know, because yeah. I think we're are we missing? I don't think there's anything from Hard Candy at all. Like no. I don't think I don't think we've got any anything from Hard Candy, which is kind of strange. So. Right? Yeah, we see it in video clips on the screens. I'm trying to think. I don't think that there's any 
audio representation of not uh, even like little clips or like a like little snippets or anything like <gasps> right which is not only does she love candy shop but she also loves give it to me so i was really yeah. shocked that we didn't at least hear that you know synth that she always utilizes um like at, like at the end in the closer or something you know like right yeah um which also by the way like i the ending was so good i was I, people i remember when the tour first started people were online were kind of saying it felt rushed but i felt mm. i seeing the show i thought the pacing was really good throughout mm-hmm. the show um and i was really impressed with the way it ended it did feel like an explosion and an, and and a truly like you know it's the all-encompassing celebration right you're yeah. ending with a bang so ending it with you know bitch i'm madonna and celebration with a little bit of music thrown in there just a little just tiny a little, little bit. bit um that i mean that outfit so good i love it so so good and um yeah i was i was just like i i was sitting there thinking i'm like of course like i would love other songs and whatnot, but like I didn't walk away from the show feeling mm. like I missed something. Mm. Good, good call. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously people were, you know, praying she was going to do rescue me or <gasps> she, you know, like there were things I think people walked into that show expecting to hear and they'd, you know, or like there's little teases, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the violins for Papa don't preach. Right. Or yeah. The, the little snippet, at the end of the Michael Jackson tribute where you hear her sing angel, angel. So, you know, like there's like moments where you're like, Oh, Madonna, if you're going to whip out a new, uh, an old song that you haven't done, <laughs> like, can you do a little bit of angel, you know, like angel mashed up with rescue me, the house would fall, you know, like every, Truly. it would just explode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually was, I was actually thinking uh, when watching this too, cause again, I love to conceptualize set lists. That would, that would be such a sure. dream for me to like put that together for someone. And I was thinking, I was like, I, I wonder why she's never, never done a medley of causing a commotion and in, into the groove, like the way that causing a commotion in the bridge, is like get into the groove. Like so I'm sure there's a way you could cross that into, into the groove. I, I feel like that could be such a cool moment. She would, I'm sure Stuart Price could have found a way. Yeah. 100%. So, Hey, Stuart, give me a call. We can have, <laughs> I can give you some notes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, truly the set list was perfect. The, the, and Imagine having the task of like not only creating the set list, but then also concept like putting together all of the montages that they did, especially no. during I Don't Search I Find. I was oh, like, that's a, such a great, it's such a great montage. Oh my gosh, because you're getting different like footage on every screen. So yes. it's like, I was, I talk about an overstimulating, like, oh my gosh, there's so much to take in. You're, everywhere you look, there is like different different news pieces, music videos, people talking about her, like, wow. Yeah. It's you. I didn't fully appreciate it. I think even the first two times I saw it, like I had to, it wasn't until like I was watching it a third time. I was like, Oh, that's where that's part of, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little um, too much. Well, so I'm glad you got to go and I'm glad you loved it because, um, you have a very fantastic, Instagram account called a functioning gay. And that's how you came onto my radar because so many people share your memes that you create. (laughs) Uh, Everyone listening, if you are not following Zach's account, a functioning gay, go follow them. I repost you all the time. Thank you so much. You, you, you have such a great sense of humor with it. And um, what, 
about Madonna is it that inspires you to constantly use her in your memes? I mean, she's just, she's everything to me. I mean, she's, she's truly just, I mean, she's the person that was kind of the first person that I saw in my life to like, I mean, not to be cliche, but like, it encouraged me to express myself, you know, mm. through her music, through her videos. I felt seen when I would watch her music videos and see the flamboyancy of her dancers and things like that. And um, I just find her so, well, I don't even know what the word is. Like, she's just, she's hysterical, first of all. People don't realize that about her. A lot of people don't understand that she's very funny. And mm-hmm. a lot of the things she says are said with a wink and a nudge. Like, she's not being serious. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but she just has so many great moments, whether it's music video clip, whether it's uh, an interview, whether it's an award show performance, like, I just, she's, the source material is just endless. So. Yeah. I think what was it? The one that you, like, you really, I I think I cackled out loud was, oh, oh, when, um, was it? No, I'm trying to think what it was. There's so many things, like, honestly, uh, well, I love when you reuse some of the same movie clips for like, you repurpose them for different people. And I, I love like. Um, I keep waiting every time somebody else com- is coming out with a new album, you will always, um, I think you tend to use the, um, Devil Wears Prada, right? Don't you use Devil Wears Prada? I do use like, Devil Wears Prada. Yep. Which is mm-hmm. like, uh, like when Miranda Priestley's showing up early and, and no one's expecting her. And oh, like, oh yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. She's coming. And yes. Like, you, you, I, lo- I love that. That's she's on her way. Tell everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 100%. Yes. I, I love using that clip. Um, I, there's a lot of clips from truth or dare that I love mm, to use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like do something else. Do my eyebrows. I've used that several times now. Um, I loved, I, it's not, much of a meme, but I love the part where Moira is like, Madonna, I did not teach you how to insert a tampon. <laughs> that, every time I use that clip, people love that. Um, I love the part where she's like putting the mouth spray for like what feels like an eternity and then she's like, motherfuck, it's so good. (laughs) So, oh my God. And (laughs) I mean, she's just great. I mean, there's, there's actually a part from Truth or Dare where she's, where she goes, What's the the scene in Toronto where she they're threatening to arrest her, uh, and she's talking to Freddie, and she goes, "So what's the straight now? I there's I'm trying to figure out a way to use that." As someone who presented that to me the other <laughs> what's day, this, yeah, I, I like, love that. I love it. What's like as if like no, like there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing to fix here. Like what's, this is what it is. You know. Yeah. What's the straight now? So yeah, I I wanted to use it like me like every time like a friend of mine wants to like fix things with a toxic relationship. Like mm-hmm. what's a straight now? That's how, cause that's truly how I feel. I'm like, what's a straight now? Well, I'm sure you, you've seen her nightline interview where she was defending justify my love. And yes, like that. I love that Madonna because she's like, cause she's smart and she's, but she's giving it back to him. Like, she's not like just being like, Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, this video is great. You should watch it. You know, she's just like, she goes in on him and some mm-hmm. of the things that she says on there are really, really funny, you know, like it's so good. No yeah. man, no man made me crawl under that table. I'm chained to my own desires. You know, like it's just, it's some of the things that she says in that are, are, are you should revisit that. that. I really should. Cause I was gonna say, it's been a minute since I've watched that full interview and mm-hmm. Now, maybe that's all this after this episode. Or um, the one that I love is the the making of her take a bow video. 
I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, the treasure trove of clips from that MTV, the making of Truth or Dare. Uh, sorry, the making of Take a Bow. Watch it. It's okay. That Madonna is fantastic. Madonna. I can't wait. I just oh, yeah. came across uh, some making up behind the scenes of human, the human nature video that I'd never seen before. They're really low quality, yeah. but she, but she had said some really funny things in those as well. And I was like, Oh, I need someone to like, someone needs to unearth the like higher quality footage of this because this oh my God. is everything. I know. I want, I want MTV to like re release just the raw footage of all those specials in like high def so we could have them. Like, I sometimes just go on YouTube and watch like her ultrasound episodes and I just rewatched her pajama party for the bedtime uh, story premiere. I love that. I, I miss those days. The, everything felt like such an event. Yeah. You know, when, when she was releasing an album or a music video, it was an event. People, it was. They don't do promo like that anymore. Now it's just like, here it is. It's it's a bunch of little like t- you know TikTok Instagram which I get I mean that's that's my world that you know that I'm known for but at the same time it's 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 so accessible now and mm-hmm. everyone's doing it that it just the 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 event of it all it doesn't feel like it's that exciting anymore. Well, I will, but and I will say this: I will compliment you in this way. Okay, I feel that people such as yourself. With, uh-huh. account, with accounts such as a functioning gay help amplify some of those rollouts because well, like when you do, like you were very excited about Ariana Grande and her new yes. single and you help promo that. Like you get people excited because you do little clips and little memes and that yeah. helps amplify that rollout in a way, you know, like, I don't know if the, the artists appreciate people such as yourself and other accounts who do that type of stuff, but that really makes it fun for us. Thank you, know? you. So that is maybe the best compliment I've ever gotten about <laughs> my account. Thank you. I'm being dead serious. Like that was very kind. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's, it's fun. It is fun for me. You know, when I say it's not exciting, it's, it's, I mean it in the sense of like, I wish it felt like an event yeah. for, cause ever, cause those things do feel like events for me. I wish other people were as excited. I always joke that it's my sport, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, totally. Like people are always giving me kind of like concerned looks like you you've been hosting a Madonna podcast for six years. And mm-hmm. I'm like, people have been watching sports f- for years and years. Like there are people like dying on a hill to to do season tickets. You know, I'm right. like, don't give me shame because I'm seeing Madonna five times. You bought right. season tickets to a football season, you know, like <laughs> you're like, watching people put a ball between a net. Exactly. Or something. Like, well, what do you, well, is it the same show? Well, this tour, yes, it is the same. You know, it's like a Broadway show. So it's, yes, it's the same set list or whatever. But so, like, people are going into, like, a football game. It's the same thing that happens every time. Maybe different plays, but it's the same thing. Hike, you throw the ball. They tackle the person. They try to get it across the line. Then they do the little dance where they like, oh, yeah, I got a touchdown. It's the same bullshit. You know, like at least Madonna, every time she comes back around on tour, is giving us new outfits, new set lists, new arrangements, new choreo. You know, it's like. Yeah. Every single. I completely agree. It's like that's such a strange argument, too, because like. Like you watch a movie, it's going to be the same movie again. You listen, you listen <laughs> right. to a song, it's going to be the same song again. I guess like, it's just uh, because people think that you're paying all this money to go see a show. And I'm just like, well, it's you, fun. 
Yeah, it is fun and it's art and it's performance. Like it's, uh, it's absolutely, you know, what's interesting is that someone today messaged me and I hate, I hate when people like their response to something that you do is like, they immediately want to like yuck your yums. I've been saying that Uh, a lot today for some reason, but um, that's good. Yeah. He, there, I, this person I was talking to was like, uh, asked me what I did last night. I was like, Oh, I, I went and saw a concert last night. He was like, Oh, what did you see? And I said, Madonna. And then he like sent me three paragraphs of how much he dislikes her. My thing is, I don't care if you don't like her. Why are you going out of your way to tell me how, why did, what about her caused such a visceral reaction? And it was all <laughs> right. stuff based on like, it, there was no merit to his opinion. None of it was based on fact. And I was just kind of like, what is it about her that just makes people so like, yeah. I don't know. It was so strange. It, it was strange. so strange. She, we, we, we talk about that a lot where she just elicits a very strong reaction to people. And yeah. if you're not on board, then the people who aren't on board are like really up in arms about it. It's just like, they have to prove that they're right. That Madonna isn't the, the greatest pop legend that ever existed. You know, it's like, they just have to try to prove that. I'm like, calm down. Like, right. Uh, calm down. Like you go and do your thing. Fine. You know, like it's like the same thing that I get. I don't know. I'm, I know you've gotten a couple like nasty messages on your Instagram or whatnot. It's yeah. like, people send me shit all the time. And I'm just like, um, just turn it off. You know, like, why are you going through all this, the jumping through the hoops, you know, like just, yeah, just go. Just turn it off. Yeah. I, I, that, I said that I addressed this the other day. Cause you know, I was, I had seen an uptick on my, on a couple of my memes where people were just going on and on about how they think that my opinions, this or that, they're like, they're just super negative. And I was just like, you guys realize that you're going out of your way <laughs> to invest your time in something that you're not enjoying. If you're not enjoying it, yeah. don't interact with it. Like you can, yeah. you're investing all this time that you could be doing something that you do love. Right. So it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Madonna says, switch the station, change the channel. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, justice Uh, for Hollywood. (laughs) Uh, Well, Zach, I I know you're probably a little exhausted and you probably want to get some sleep tonight because you have to get up early in the morning. I remember you saying that. That's right. But before you go, there's a little segment we like to call the lightning round. These questions, the answers are meant to be quick off the top of your head, wherever you're at in your Madonna journey. Don't okay. Think, don't think too hard. Okay. I'm nervous, favorite but Madonna, okay. Favorite Madonna song. <gasps> oh, fuck. Uh, I, oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I famously say that I can't pick a favorite. It would be, I, I can do a top 20, but just for the sake of this, I'm Off going to Off the top say, of your head, what's the first song that came to your head? Impressive Instant. Sweet. <laughs> favorite Madonna album. Ray of Light. Favorite Madonna music video. That is a tie between Bedtime Story and Human Nature. Oh, both from the same album. Very mm-hmm. good. A favorite Madonna tour. Doesn't have to be one you saw. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's like picking children. Um, <laughs> I do. Lo- oh, fuck. Um, I do love. Uh, that might be that might be a tie between reinvention and confessions. Mm, good. Well, good call. Those, those yeah. are good. Yeah. Uh, favorite Madonna movie. Ooh, favorite Madonna movie. I'm breathless. Or, sorry, uh, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. (laughs) You were in the same world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Favorite Madonna look, and this can be from a video, a tour, a photo shoot. Oh, favorite Madonna look? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
favorite Madonna look. That's tough because yeah, there's so there many. are there are so many. I'm gonna go ahead and say though one that I was uh, in more recent years. It's crazy that 2012 was what 12 years ago now. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with the um, uh, Vogue look that she wore at the, at the MDNA tour. Mm-hmm. The with the like the suit with like the structured corset like that yeah. was really really sickening. That was, that was hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not one of my usual questions during the lightning round, but since you mentioned re- re- remixes, favorite Madonna remix. Ooh, great question. Um, the all of I mean all of the remixes on the Ray of Light project are close to my and near and dear to my heart. So I'm gonna go ahead and say right now I've been really digging the um Sasha Twilo Twilo is it Twilo or Twilo, Twilo remix? Twilo, yeah, yeah. Um remix of Ray of Light, but also Sasha's remix of Sky Fits Heaven. Mm, so good. I in fact I listened to I've made a playlist of the album and then all my favorite remixes and I've listened to it the entire drive to Detroit. And it was actually kind of the perfect timing. I also uh, love the Vikram remix of Nothing Oh, it's really so Matters. good. It's, it's so, so good. good. So I love the contrast between the like Club 69, like nothing really. It's like super dance, super up, super friendly. But mm-hmm. then the Vikram remix like slows it down and it's like yeah. all Middle Eastern. Yeah. It's, like, it's so good. I it's love so that. good. And I love that. It, what's interesting about it is that it, 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 like you just said, there's a lot of like Middle Eastern elements to it. I believe it was produced by Talvin Singh. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, yeah. his last mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. And um, who blends those worlds of like electronic music and like world music. And then I love how the entire song, like the normal structure plays and then the beat kicks in for the last like three minutes. Right. And it's such, it takes you on such a journey. It's such a unique remix. I love that remix so much. Yeah. That's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great one. I love because it's mm-hmm. so unexpected for that song. Yes. You know, like you expect it to be hands in the air the entire time. And then you get to right. that and you're like, where have we gone? What, what's, yeah. what, what, what door did we open? You know, like you're in, in the, in a, in a different portal of some sort, you know? Right. Yeah. I really wish there is a promo only version of that remix. It's like 13 minutes long. And I was really hoping that we were going to get that on the digital release and we didn't. So, uh, Warner brothers, I there somewhere that's gotta be out there somewhere. It's on YouTube, but I'm like, give me the high quality version. Yeah, (laughs) I know we have high hopes for those album re-releases whenever they, finally see the light of day seriously that'd be great like the, yeah. i have a feeling like there's going to be so many where i'm like oh i really wanted to hear this or oh i really wanted to hear that and yeah yeah um, what's your favorite madonna album oh it changes all the time yeah. i mean as soon as you say that i instantaneously like erotica came to my head mm-hmm. and i yeah. think and i always say i think erotica mostly because as a Madonna fan that was, you know, from a young age. So the albums were coming out as I was growing up. Right. When Erotica came out, that was literally the first time a pop artist had an album that sounded like a dance record, you know, like, like, like a prayer was dancey for pop, but it wasn't like remixed type Mm. of sound. And Erotica sounded like just a remix, you know, like the whole album. It was just like, Oh, Madonna's in the club. So it sounded, I think that's why I just loved it. You know, like it was, I always want Madonna dance. And uh, that's fascinating. I never thought, I mean, 
Because I be- I became a fan of Madonna in 1998 when the when she was releasing Frozen, so I was 12 years old at the time, mm-hmm. and then so then and then I went retroactively backwards because sure. once once I become obsessed with something, I like have to know everything about and that and person. what a gift you were given. Yes, like finding truly. Madonna in '98 and then being able to go back and listen to all that music whenever you want. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And what was inter- really interesting is I remember watching MTV's, they were doing a Madonna-thon, like music video Madonna-thon is I think what they called it. And um, I remember watching those videos and it was like leading up to Frozen. Yeah, yeah. And I remember watching it and all of a sudden the music video for Cherish came on and it unlocked a memory from when I was four or five years old. I remember my dad calling me into the living room being like, Zach, look, mermaids are on the TV. Because I was obsessed with The Little Mermaid at the time. Oh, how cute. And I had no idea who that woman was. Oh, and there were some hot mermaids in that video. Oh, my God, were they hot. And they were Little did your dad know. Little did your dad know. (laughs) Oh, I think he knew. (laughs) I think he knew. (laughs) And, yeah, uh... Uh, my dad, very special. He was a very special man. He he took me to my first Madonna concert and took me to my first Cher concert. Oh, what Madonna concert? Which it, was, it was John that? John World. So good. Yeah. So and good. Uh, Palace of Auburn Hills. So yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, so yeah, that was really cool. I was like, oh wow. So my love for her actually does stem back very far. I just didn't know it at the time yeah. when I was a kid. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, Zach, thanks for being on the show. Tell everyone where they can find you on social. Yeah, on uh, TikTok and Instagram, you can find me at a functioning gay. Um, And then also, you can listen to my uh, podcast, Pop Theory, that I host with my best friend Jeff. You can listen to that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. What what what, what's coming up in your next episode? Are you allowed to say? Or do you like to keep that secret? Next episode. So we record every Thursday, so we haven't even recorded yet. So usually we 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 try. Is it going to be Madonna centric this this week? You know what? Yeah, I was gonna say I'll probably do my own recap of Madonna's concert because I, you know, you'll I, have time to digest it. This is helping yes. you process, and then you'll have a bit more of an informed opinion. Exactly. I was gonna say I'm still processing. I mean, it's, it hasn't even been 24 hours yet, so it's. I, I love that we did this because it's like so fresh, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, and if you'd like, go. I'm telling you, go on my YouTube because the footage that I shot 4K at, in uh, in DC, it's amazing. Like the the, the clarity is so fucking good. It's so. I good. will. I would love that. Yeah. Thank you and so I much think, for having me. Oh yeah. No, thanks for coming on. And I think, I, I think we've achieved your goal uh, of dropping enough F bombs to make Madonna on David Letterman. Very proud. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So stay right there. Don't hang up and just, we'll say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye everybody. Bye everybody.